Here we go. Episode 150. In the books, maybe. Let's talk about your reviews uh, a little bit regarding Intravenous to Milo. This tasteless cover is a good indication of the lack of musical invention within. The musical growth rate of this band cannot even be charted. They are treading water in a sea of retarded sexuality and bad poetry. Well, that's, that's nitpicking, isn't it? The gospel according to Spinal Tap. This pretentious, ponderous collection of religious rock psalms is enough to prompt the question, what day did the Lord create Spinal Tap, and couldn't he have rested on that day too? Never heard that one. No, no, a good one. That's a good one. The review you had on Shark Sandwich, which was merely a two-word review, just said, shit sandwich. Um, <laughs> Where'd they print that? that? Where'd they print that? That's not real, is it? You can't print that. Hey, this is MP Cavalier. This is Tolan. And this, my friends, is the Do It Indie Radio Hour. You betcha. All right, we made it. Yeah, 150. Great show, show everybody. 150. Yeah, we should stop while we're ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is indeed. This is episode number 150 of the Do It Indie Radio Hour. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, yeah, sir. Yeah. yeah. You started to shake with the left hand. That was, well, if I, reach, the if I reach around, there's going to be some weird juju on the microphones. It's, uh, uh, literally. Literally. <laughs> like the weirdest juju in yeah. town. Possibly the only one. Uh, we are... Uh, so we are... Uh, uh, taping the uh, Do It Indie Radio Hour podcast tonight here at a, at a venue we've never do- we've never done this here before. We've certainly been, been here, here before. Yeah, absolutely, uh, we've heard we, music here before. Yes, yep. we are at the Fountain Square Brewing Company. Awesome, which has venue. become a a hotbed of activity. Remember in, in when this it was town. the 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 best. Like the hidden gem of Fountain Square. I remember when people called it. Everybody said, yeah. "Oh, it's the hidden gem of Fountain yeah. Square." I remember that. Yep. And yeah. now it's just taken off, man. And now it's like the place to be. They have like they have live music here all the time. Right. They have they have uh, all they kinds have of music. burlesque here now. Burlesque. They have burlesque the other night. They have improv comedy night. No way. They have something called I think it's called Off Topic. Okay. That happens here like every Is that Snyder, Darren Snyder's thing. Yes, he just he gets up he and takes and, off his shirt. He and... takes off his shirt and rubs his nipples <laughs> and yells and he, Off Topic. Yes, he off. <laughs> topic he uh, i'm mad at you yeah you know just he just he just gets up and reads his enemies list for like 45 minutes uh, but yeah they have a whole bunch of cool stuff going on fan square brewing company and before we forget we 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 have to thank uh, uh jeff gibson who yes. runs the joint yeah for letting us come in here and do this tonight he's been really really uh, just really nice to us and of course um his uh his, his evil henchman ben cannon right for uh, making sure that we had, uh, you know, a PA and gear and everything that we need, electricity. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I understand that he put uh, fresh toilet paper and uh, lavender scent. Oh wow, and, he, know, uh, he knows us well. Yes, he does. He knows what we like. And thank you to the head keg lifter, Patrick Roberts. Is he is he the head keg lifter? I or think is he that's the keg his title. Head lifter. Okay. Okay. It, I don't know. I don't know. I get it confused. I, I think that's what he does, though. Uh, so yeah, just thanks to, to 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 everybody here at the at the brewery for for letting us come in here and invade uh, the night. And uh, it's a re- it's actually we're 
this is very comfortable. It We're is sitting awesome. On very cushy couches. We got a gigantic. This is like the biggest table I've ever seen. Yeah, it's awesome. This thing is like four feet square. There's I a think. few dogs in here, and there are dogs for the people here. people that are here, don't worry. It's not just us talking all night. So right, no, we will be playing music, right. but I don't think that they can hear us. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sending this out there. Okay, nobody, good, good. nobody wants that. <laughs> nobody wants that. Um, Mr. Tolan, are you well? I'm I, doing well. We, we had don't two see weeks each other. Off. I know two yeah. unscheduled weeks off, and I didn't. I haven't been going out on the weekends. You mm-hmm. know. I just been either. hanging out. So yeah. you went out this weekend, though. We you finally did the, did, did the we, moxie thing, right? We finally, we, well, actually, we didn't. Oh, we, the, we, the other thing. We went to the other thing. Yeah. So we finally uh, went out. It was the first time that we had been out to at a show since, uh, was it January 7th, was the Carmichael CD release show. Oh, I yeah. I think that's the last time that, that my wife and I like went out to do something. Right. Uh, but it had been a really long time. It was like, let's go out. Let's go do something. Um, let's stop by the Moxie show, mm-hmm. and then. But I really wanted to go to Pioneer on Saturday night to see uh, Cyrus Youngman and the Kingfishers were playing, and um, John Burfox was playing. Right, and we have a little weird history with them, which is nice. And Antenna Man had their CD release show. Right, and, um, they, our good friend Dave, Dave Campbell, Campbell is, right. in, is the bass player in that band. Plays this really bitchin' Paul McCartney Hofner bass. Okay, yeah, cool. Really, really I can cool. See that. Yeah, and. Um, so we kind of we went out for a drink and then we went over to Hi-Fi and I don't know what happened but we just said you know what let's just go to Pioneer so we went to Pioneer we sat in the patio it's heated nice and we hung out there I feel like we're plugging another another uh, place venue here I don't think they're in competition um, but it was the, the thing was that we just want we wanted to see something different we hadn't seen two of those bands play mm-hmm. live before and we I really wanted to see Jomber Fox play live Jomber Fox was the first band we ever played on what used to be Radio Free Indie. Oh, that very okay. first test show we did at Cy Greens. Remember oh, we did a test broadcast? I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, when Radio Free Indie first went on, we did a test broadcast at Cy Greens. We huh. told like six people. Yeah. Could, could you do us a favor? Rob was there too, wasn't he? No, he wasn't oh, there. Okay. He wasn't there. But like Jill, we had like Jill Martin listening in. Okay. And like my wife was listening in. Yeah. And like we had like a half a dozen people just like as a test audience just to see if it worked. You remember the drunk guy? The really drunk. Remember the drunk guy? Yeah. I remember the drunk yeah, guy. Yeah. He was sitting at the microphone next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the drunk guy. There was like, you know, like, like. People were like throwing signs at the pool table. It was a weird night. I'm kind of glad we never it's went back there. Greens, yeah. yeah, I'm kind of glad we never went back there. You said, yeah. um, so John Fox was, I think, was the first interesting. Was the first band we ever played on Radio for Indie. Anyway, they were amazing. They were really, really cool. Um, it's Nick Vote's uh, band, so it was finally cool to see him. I didn't get a chance to talk to him, but it was really cool to see them play. They have a great sound. They're working on some new stuff. And then we saw um, Antenna Man. Yeah, which that's a long-awaited uh, project. Yeah, they've yeah, they've been, been they've been around for a, a long time, mm-hmm. and um, we actually have their new uh, single. Awesome. Uh, the, although the album is out now, we have their new single. So the playlist we have tonight is the playlist that we would have played last week. Right. Had Sorry. We done, had we made it? Had we done a show? Uh, so we got the new Antenna Man single tonight, and they're really good. They're like, um, it's weird, you know. You could kind of walk into like the middle of their set and say this is like kind of honky tonk music, mm-hmm. and then you could walk in and say, oh, this is kind of like you know backcountry porch music yeah and then like at the end of their set they did these two like amazing like rock and roll songs so interesting and, and their leads the guy antenna man uh, like their lead singer is uh, he's got this really really kind of very pronounced deep kind of baritone voice so i think i saw them play at state street pub you probably, opening up for you uh um uh shelby Shelby County for the Shelby City. County yeah, Centers. Yeah, yeah I think, so, I think yeah. that you might Long have. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was cool to see them, and then you know life happened, and we had to split before Cyrus's set 
um, but it was cool to see everybody uh, there. And um, yesterday I was here at the Fountain Square Brewery, like literally for 15 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I saw like you. I, I saw a picture, or an man, autograph the, session. The day, the, yesterday was one of those days. You know, you know it as a as a parent. Like days just get away from you. Yeah. You know, um, I worked at I, I was at home on Friday, mm-hmm. and uh, I had a couple hours at the end of the day where I was like, I don't have any more work to do, so I took the kids to the park. Okay. And then Saturday, took the kids to another park. Yeah. And then yesterday, like, hey, kids, want to go to the park? Yeah. So we went for a hike at um, Southeast Way Park. Sweet. Good hiking trails yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that there's a creek there? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, that's, the, that's the trail I always do. <laughs> yeah, so we did yeah. the trail, and we had a great time, and the kids got worn out. And um, the next thing I knew, it was like 4 o'clock, and I said, oh, my gosh, I got to get down to the brewery because I got to check out the electrics and the stage and everything. And, you know, there was a big event here yeah. yesterday. The yep. Protect the Arts thing was here yep. yesterday. This place was Packed. Nice. Packed. And everybody was here. Right. So it was like, I had to do like the whirlwind tour, like walking, like did like the one walk through. Yeah. A lot of hand slapping, a lot of back slapping. I got my Jeff Kelly M&M signed by Jeff Kelly himself. Nice. I saw that. I met uh, Kristen Ford, which was amazing. I didn't even know she was going to be here. And uh, her and Jeff played at the Thirsty Scholar last night. So uh, I talked to her for a couple minutes and she said... um, Hey, you know, I'm in a band with uh, Kelsey from Von Strantz now. I didn't realize that Kristen was in that band. Yeah, they're okay. in a band together. They got a project going together. So okay. I, I messaged Kristen last night, and I said, uh, hey, by the way, uh, next time you guys come through Indianapolis, why don't you stop by the house and record a little? Sure, we'll that'd be awesome. Se- we'll do a little yeah. session at the, in, the, in the basement. So a little we'll do a, session. A little session, Uncle Touchy's puzzle basement. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was it was really cool. I wish I could have hung around. It was like one of those things where you just didn't want to leave. You want to hang around for hours. Sure. You know, uh, the food, Grainer's food truck was here. Right. And just like everybody that you would want to see was, was in the room. Right. And it was just a lot of fun. And I know everybody had a really good time. And I, I wish I could have stayed. But I had to go Sunday, home and make. get ready for Sunday, got to yeah. go home and make cheeseburgers. And, right. Do the family and thing. And watch Planet Earth 2. Now, have you seen Planet Earth 2? No, I have not. Okay, so Planet Earth 2 is one of those BBC nature shows. I think I've seen the first narrated one. Narrated by David Attenborough. Yeah. Who, like, narrates yeah. everything on the BBC, right? Right. So they did one, like, uh, 12 or 13 years ago called Planet Earth. Sure. At that time, no one had done anything like that before. And it was using a lot of satellite footage, too. They over, were using, right. like, the, the ultimate, like, the highest-end camera equipment, yep. the, the latest technology, and no one had ever seen nature like this before. Yep. And this was groundbreaking television. Well, now they have Planet Earth 2. Yeah. So it's almost 15 years later, and the technology that they have available to them now makes that technology look like kinescope. It's cool. ridiculous. They're using, like, multiple drones. Where's, what is this on? He, in the States, it's on, it's on BBC America and AMC and one other channel. So is it available on Hulu or anything like that, or how'd you guys watch it? We watched it on AMC. AMC, Yeah, okay. it just, like, this weekend was the first episode. Okay. So it, it already aired in Britain. And cool. now it's airing in America on BBCA and AMC, and it started on Saturday. And I highly, if you're into that, I like, love it. Yeah, I, love it. I highly recommend it. It's so good. Like the first episode, and they break it into like the first episode was islands, and the next weekend it's mountains. Right. And it was so good. We were just we were like rewinding stuff to see it to yeah. see it again. There's like a, a scene where like this like lizard is being chased by a hundred snakes it was insane Ah, and the the camera work is amazing and they're doing stuff with like micro micro photography that i've i've never even thought was possible wow but it's really 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 good and yeah so we had to like 
we had to sit down. We like we watched that as like a family, and that was really really nice. That's yeah, cool. I've had yeah. a lot of family time the last couple. Of weeks. That's good. Me too, man. It's getting that to that time where it's almost uh, springtime and uh, you know, it, lots to do in the yeah. yard, lots to do around the house. Uh, the reason to get around freaking with yard. the family. Oh, oh, you should see mine. Screw the yard. I'm so sick of it. I'm already getting the stink eye from my neighbor about the yard. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, we ha- we have to um, we got to put up a retaining wall in our backyard again. I thought you already did. No, we oh, couldn't okay. do it because okay. we, we the, the the guy didn't he didn't want to do it. He was afraid to do it Uh oh. so we have to have a retaining wall put up oh no or else we're gonna we're gonna lose well our house is gonna fall into the creek (laughs) (laughs) so it's like maybe we should start looking for another house (laughs) maybe it's time to buy an airstream and go on the road but um so everybody's healthy and yeah finally over the pneumonia pneumonia. thing and uh yeah finally got over that a few days ago and everybody's uh you know we enjoyed the the weekend and the weather and uh yeah just i've been uh, I've been on the wagon, not drinking. And oh, uh, what's that like? It's good, man. I feel great. Yeah, you know, I think it, uh, with this diet and uh, having to deal with carbs and now you I and I are better. both right now. We're both yeah. doing we're both doing low carb. I yeah. think that you may be a little bit more militant about it. I don't know. The I last couple of days, I I mean, uh, yesterday I had a gyro twice for lunch and dinner. I was craving a gyro. Went and had a, a gyro. Oh, that's like eighty carbs right with there, right? fries. And oh, then my oh, yeah. I was like, I called my wife and said. Hey, can you bring home something for dinner? I haven't fed the girls yet. Blah blah. blah. It's like seven, seven thirty, and uh, she's like, "Well, what do you want?" I was like, "I don't care." Like she usually will pick me up a salad sure. or something, you know, healthy. Well, she brings me a gyro. Wait, the gyro place on Washington, the uh, patio? Ah, uh, that's where I went, but it was closed on. Oh, it was closed on Sunday morning. That was like the when patio. I, yeah, when I lived in Irvington, that was like at least yeah, once a week. Their yeah, fri- their French fries are the best. They're good. They're yeah. good. So I went to Yummy's by you know where Papa yeah, Lisa's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, was, it was actually it was pretty good. So. Yummy's Grill, Yummy's Grill on Tenth Street. It used to be old. You don't. You don't know what Rosin's is. Do you? No, no, but no. It used to be old bakery. So yeah, it's right yeah, by yeah, where yeah, yeah. Uh, Papa Roo's is. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, that yeah, place. Yeah, so yeah they have a, their their menu is bizarre. It's really long. they have like a million things on the menu. It's kind of like the patio place. Yeah, you, you know? can get like the, rib the, tips and the patio though. They have killer pizza. Like if you've ever seen their ah, pizza, it's like deep dish like pizza. Yeah, I miss pizza. Have, you I haven't had pizza in a while. I haven't either. And I bought a bunch of uh, cauliflower to make the cauliflower crust, uh-huh. and I never made it. Uh, it just sat in there. Yeah, my, my wife snuck some cauliflower into my uh, into my body the other day. Oh yeah, yeah, it was pretty weird. Did it hurt? It didn't hurt. <laughs> she, I'm, I'm sure everybody in town now is aware that my wife's soup is like the. the everybody s- knows about this soup. I said <laughs> you almost brought me some, but you <laughs> you were being selfish. I ran into uh, Chris Kaser here yesterday. Yeah. Um, our buddy from Joe's show. Yeah, Chris. Um, and uh, we were talking for a couple of minutes, and he's like, "So, what's the deal with your wife's soup?" I was like, "Okay, this is getting this yeah. is getting insane." So she's been making, you know, these these soups are like incredible that she makes, and she made like she said, "Oh, I made this really good cheeseburger soup. You got to try it. It tastes just like a cheeseburger, but it's low carb and it's soup." Yeah, I said, "All right, fire it up, man." She gives me a bowl of this stuff, and I I woofed this shit down like I, I was eating it with like a ladle. I didn't even care anymore. <laughs> you know, I got it all over me. She goes, "It was good." I said no. It, it was sexual. It was so good. <laughs> like I, I want, think I need more. I, I was like, I want to like wade like you know hip deep in like a vat of this stuff, wearing thigh high leather boots. And she said, it's got cauliflower <laughs> in it. Wow. It's got cauliflower in it. And I was like, I want a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not big the, on the cauliflower. Like I'm eating like you know vegetable trays with cauliflower, like even it, dipping it in ranch. It's like. one of the two things on the planet Earth that I will not eat. You know what the other one is? What? I'd say you know me for a long time. What you know, is? The other one is eggplant. Ah. Eggplant and cauliflower. 
I think I've only had eggplant once, maybe. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. It's like real mushy. George Carlin used to say, is it an egg or is it a plant? When it makes up its mind, put it on my Let plate. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> but you look great, man. You look, oh, you look, thank and, you. I'm still working on it. You look it, so. really, really good. Yeah. yeah you look perfect yeah. for radio. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We have, um, we, we have this show tonight, and we have an amazing musical performance. It's still the radio hour. We have amazing uh, musical performance tonight. Chad Lair, first time on the show. Yeah, I He's going to be here man. tonight. We're very, very excited about it. We have a bunch of new music for you tonight also. We're taking a little road trip, a little Indiana road trip tonight. Within the state. Yeah, within the, staying in the, in the borders. Yep. And next week we are at uh, another, we're at Sam Ash next week. Awesome. With uh, Coastal as our musical guest. Wow. That's going to be awesome. And that's our last show for two months. Now, people, I don't know, I, I don't know if, if people it, ask you this when they see you, but people have been asking me, what are you going to do for two months? Right. And I'm like, you know that this isn't my job, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, How are you going to make money? Yeah, like, uh, they're like, are you, are you going to be, like, what are you going to do on Monday nights? And I'm like, I don't know, I'll watch MasterChef yeah. or I'll have a life, or you know? Planet Earth 2, man. I'll watch Planet Earth 2. <laughs> I'll catch up on Archer. I got a season of Archer I got to catch up on. I got a ton of DVDs from right. like three Christmases ago. I, I never get a chance to watch because I'm always doing this. And I'm like starting to think, am I going to? Am I like? Am I gonna go crazy those first couple of Mondays? No, you know you need to start reading uh, comic books again because. Well, I we decided we decided you're a happier person when you. I gave up on the I gave up on the week on the weekly books and okay. now I'm I'm just reading trades now. Okay. So it's it's not as intense because I, I you know it's like everything else in my life I have a stack of comic I have a stack of music that I haven't listened to a stack of movies I haven't watched right and I have a stack of comic books I haven't read I'm like this is getting ridiculous something's got to give I don't have time for all this entertainment yeah so you i gotta have give to, up something i have to try to get so i'm gonna just so therefore we have trades. to give up the show for so we two have to months. give up the show for yeah. two months so i can catch up on fucking batman <laughs> <laughs> today i bought a uh, uh, uh antique kitchen buffet i saw your redo, and yeah. your blue antique kitchen yeah, buffet so look at be you stripping that and nice that, yeah beautiful manly stuff you're gonna do some manly yeah. stuff nice good for you so, yep. i uh what did i do i did something manly i i i uh my kids broke our banister on our staircase nice so i had to i repaired i replaced that I put it in back on myself. Awesome. Did, you you know, just pop it in there, like just do it, no, like hit it. No, no, no. I did it the right <laughs> way. Now, have you heard about this stuff they have now? This duct tape. It's like yeah, a, they make like with unicorns and stuff on it. It's I like did. a mustaches. Must. It's like a miracle. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, the the, the banister broke. They snapped the brackets right in half, and you used the duct tape to, on it. to tape your kids to the wall so duct, they didn't break right, any more exactly. stuff. Right? Duct tape and Elmer's glue. <laughs> and I said, from now on. Don't use the banister going down the stairs. Just balance. Hold out your hands for balance right. and you'll be fine. No, it was cool to to fix that for like six bucks. Nice. Yeah, it was nice that I was able to do it do it myself. Your next year your house is gonna be just filled with duct tape. Everything's just gonna be duct tape. The house is gonna be is gonna be held together with duct tape, I think. <laughs> I, it's gonna, I'm gonna put up a retaining wall. My wife makes the best duct tape. duct tape soup. Oh, you gotta try that. <laughs> Have you tried the duct tape? It's amazing. The other thing that we have to talk about is, uh, so we were talking about what we're going to do for two months. So personally, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but uh, for you people who listen to this podcast, and thank you very much. We have subscribers who are listening yeah. to it and people are digging it. Uh, for the eight weeks that we're not doing the, the, this, we will have content out there every week. So we introduced this thing a couple of weeks ago called the Grove House Sessions. Yeah, they're a- Actually, awesome. we weren't supposed to introduce it until 
March, but uh, stuff happened. So, yeah, and we had technical to, difficulties. Technical difficulties, so we had to push the first two episodes of Grove House Sessions out there early, which is good because we got to test it a little bit and see what people thought. Did they like it? Did they? Is it too long? Is it too short? So the Grove House Sessions is basically just live performances from the show. Mm-hmm. They're just the live sets from the show. Um, and we'll take like two or three of those and we'll put them together into like like a little mini concert. Play them backwards. Play them backwards. <laughs> put them together and just so it's like we, we strip out all of this crap, me yeah. and you talking, yeah. and we strip out all the stuff that happens and it's just the live it's just the live performances. So like the full sets because you know, we put out that compilation C D every year. Mm-hmm. It's like a little taste of what happens on the on on the live part of the show. Right. The live performance part of the show. But a lot of people don't get to hear the full sets because they're embedded in the two-hour broadcast. Yeah. It's like, oh, I really... No, oh, my friend's band was on this radio show last night, but... These yahoos kept on the talking. The yahoos talked for like 25 minutes, and <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So now we're just kind of going to push those out there by themselves. It's called the Grove House Sessions. We'll, uh, the next one will be out there. I think it's March 6th is the first is going to be the next one. And, right. Um, we'll, so we'll have eight more of those, and then we'll be back on May 1st. And our, our, our first guest on May 1st is, is so huge. We're, like, so psyched that that's, that's who we got. And May is, is full. We're both, Bruce Springsteen, both full. right? Bruce Springsteen is going to be <laughs> on something, but not on this show. Right. Right. But he'll be somewhere. Uh, it's the Do It Indie Radio Hour podcast, episode 150, MP Tolan and Jackie Yo. at the fabulous Found Square uh, Brewing Company. Thanks again to Jeff and the gang for letting us come in here and do our stupid thing. Chad Lair is our musical guest tonight, Woo. and uh, he is going to make you happy. He's going to take you down to Uncle Touchy's Puzzle Basement. <laughs> <laughs> we can't wait. We do have a, a bunch of new music for you tonight. Take a little road trip. We like to road trip every once in a while because yep. there's stuff, there's music happening outside of Indianapolis. Believe it or not, yeah. There's music happening in South Bend. Right. There's music happening in Muncie. Right. Bloomington. And we got it for you. Nice. You ready for this? I'm ready. All Let's right, do we'll it. We'll take a little road trip. We'll go all the way up to South Bend and work our way down to Bloomington, right back to Indianapolis. This is the Do It Indie Radio Hour. I'll click OK right there. Thank you so much, sir. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Apple. Oh, your Seagate drive needs to be backed up. <laughs> Like, I don't need to know this information. I know. Uh, so we'll go up to uh, South Bend, and we'll give you a little band from there uh, called um, <laughs> ah. Seagate Drive. No, no, no. It's oh. not, right. I got it, I got it now. Uh, this is, uh, wow. This From South Bend, this is Letters from Earth on the Do It Indie Radio Hour. Hey, you can go ahead and click whatever you want. We'll keep playing the music.
Bloomington, Indiana, I think. They, they, one thing says that they're from the Midwest, and then another thing says they're from Bloomington. Hmm. It's, uh, so they're probably from Bloomington. They're probably from Bloomington. Which is in the Midwest. Afraid to admit it. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're going to make it big. Yeah. Whelmed. Good, Whelmed good song. is fun. the name of the band. Whelmed. Empty Vessel is uh, the track, and you can find that, like you can find pretty much anything, on Bandcamp. Yeah, a lot I, of stuff. I uh, lost my keys the other day. Oh. Found them on Bandcamp. <laughs> Better check there for my phone. I know. Every sock you've ever lost, Bandcamp. <laughs> <laughs> it's all there. Before The Whelmed, we played uh, from Muncie, Indiana, Mint, the band. Mint. Mint. The band. M-I? Chemi- M-I-N-T? Mint. Mint. Okay. The band. Uh, Chemical Bath is the track. They have a new EP. Pretty fresh song. Coming out. Very fresh. It's super fresh. <laughs> Uh, it's so fresh they haven't heard it yet uh, but they do have a new I think it's an EP coming out so check out uh, check out Mint the band and before that Letters from Earth from Fabulous and Scenic South Bend Indiana Gravity from the album of the same name Gravity nice. I like it if I ever release an album that's what I'm going to call it Gravity no I'm going to call it the album of the same name so that DJs will have to say that <laughs> like they would ever play my my weird ass music on the radio uh, it's the Do It Indie Radio Hour on a well. It's Monday now. When you hear this, it's not Monday anymore. Monday to I'm us. Still in that. Still in that. Hey, we're doing a live broadcast. Yeah. And now we're not doing that crap anymore. Uh, we're at the Found Square Brewing Company. Thanks for them uh, to them for letting us come in and invade MP and Tolan on the podcast. Hey. It's the podcast. Hey, yo. Yeah. I I have uh, if I have a regret in life is that we didn't switch to this format many years ago. This is this is my other regret. There in life. he is. But He's back there lifting cans. We're talking about my regrets in life, and then you just walk through the door. <laughs> Perfect timing. Would, would you like to sit? Sure. Sure. How's have it going? a seat. Good. There's Good a mi- there's a microphone there Great. and headphones. I love when stuff like this happens. Spontaneous podcasting. Patrick Roberts has joined us at the Fountain Square Brewery Big Table. The big. He's tableau. been planning this. I, I have a feeling he's been planning this stop by for Le a Tableau Grand. Yeah, he's, yeah. no, he's, he's ahead of all of us. He yeah. told me yesterday he would be here. <laughs> for, uh, there's a couple of things. I, I really want to thank you for being my clipboard because you, you come in really, really handy. Thank you. So thank you so much. <laughs> and you were part of history. I think I have the only autographed bag of Jeff Kelly M&Ms in town, and it wouldn't have happened without you. I ate you. mine. I, I thought about it for a while. I was like, no, I shouldn't eat these. I should save them in case he gets famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I was like, but everybody's going to do that, and somebody needs to be able to say, yeah, these were good at one point. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they were. They were delicious. They were better than regular M&Ms. Nice. So. What, were they filled? Were they regular? Was there something special in them? Or um, no, they Jeff were just. Kelly. I feel like the <laughs> chocolate was a little bit milkier than mm. uh, most M and M's, and it was delightful. And now we have recorded history of this, so mm-hmm. people will be like these Jeff Kelly M and M's that go for millions of dollars. But were they any good when they were fresh? And right. yes, they were. And you ate them. I ate them. Well, I'm not going to eat mine. Okay, that's and fair. Just in case, 
they, I, I took a bullet for everybody. No, no, that's okay because just <laughs> just in case they do become a premium item on eBay at one point in in, in the future, yeah, I, I will give you half my bag of Jeff Kelly M and M's. Great, that's yes. awesome. Nice. That's but I, I get to keep the signed bag. That's fine. <laughs> He'll just eat them right. I away. will. <laughs> that's exactly what I'll do. Yeah, I, I, I think it's so like kind of indicative of where this scene is right now. <laughs> that's become like that's like a premium item. It's like M and M's with Jeff Kelly's face on them, and they're signed. What was the explanation of the two? colors that were picked was there i any? think i and think they didn't have plaid they, <laughs> no they didn't i think that they were going for a flannel look okay like a flannel like flannel kind of colors that I've mix n- never seen him in those those colors that color of flannel they were probably no, man, he probably does have I've one seen him in a lot of colors of flannel. They, they, so. It all mix, it mixes together. Yeah. At some point, those two colors existed on a flannel shirt. It's the flannel that you can't see. Yeah. Wow. No, my guess. I don't even know what they that They call means. it camo flannel. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Patrick's on point. Yeah. Hans going to go outside. Um, <laughs> my guess is that those are the cheapest colors. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were on special. Patrick Roberts is uh, in a local band. But I want to talk to you about more important matters of state. No, I, I'm not going to start that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> saw the uh, saw a little video that you guys Viseria put out today. Yeah, and brilliant video, great marketing. I loved you. it. Yeah, as I was saying, as you walk through the door, that one of my regrets in life is not being there to be yeah. part of that because yeah. we talked I about it earlier. Really, yeah. we talked about it earlier. I wanted to be there so badly to be part of that, and now I really regret it because now I've seen the finished product. So Viseria put out a pre-release video today yeah. touting their forthcoming album, which comes out uh, J- July 22nd. Yeah. It's called Relativity. Yeah. Um, and they had people come into Square Cat Vinyl, sit down with headphones on, listen to the record all the way through, yeah. and you secretly webcam them. Was it secret? No, it wasn't Did secret. they know? Yeah, they, we, they didn't know until we got there. But oh, okay. We had a camera set up in the room, um, and... Jen and I, uh, the Sunday after we did that, spent 12 hours just watching <coughs> video of people listening to yeah. our album and picking out the pieces we wanted for the video. How was that watching the whole... It was really I mean, weird. You, you fast-forwarded it on. No. I, no, you We didn't. watched all the way through. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> we wanted to find all the good spots yeah. uh, for the video. So you um, watched like 12, 12, hours. 12 hours of video. Yeah. Wow. And, and you didn't know what which parts they were listening to or could... Um, there were some parts where we somehow? could no, we didn't sync it up, but there were some parts where you could kind of tell based off their reaction. Uh-huh. Um, some of the songs are on the record are older songs that people have heard, and so there were some people that have been more familiar with our music. Singing that, along with yeah, it, yeah, they, I noticed that. Yeah, they caught what was going on. Okay, so, yeah, there were a few people in it that I didn't, I didn't recognize, I didn't know them, I didn't recognize them. Yeah, and. Uh, that was kind of the coolest part for me because you know we're we out saw each other. Carrie and we were like I saw yeah. Carrie and, and Alita and of course Rachel yeah you know but it's kind of cool to see people that I had never even seen not much less didn't know but had never seen them before yeah. listening to this and mm-hmm. I've, I I'm he knows one of, everybody I'm so one of, yeah like. well I'm one of the lucky ones I've got I've had a chance to listen to the record yeah uh, about seventeen times and, um, <laughs> it was really cool to sit there and watch those people listen to it and try to guess like what part what, they were what on. part yeah. they were listening to and um, it's a really great representation of what the record is and yeah, I love thanks. the fact that instead of you guys going with the the montage of songs from the record you basically just took this kind of piece of noise from the beginning of the album yeah and that's that's the audio for this for this video and it's just 
people with headphones on listening to this record and reacting to it and it's so cool it's a great idea yeah it is and, I mean congratulations on the video you don't even need to release the album now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll probably be better people will like it more if we don't you know, I, <laughs> just rumors we waited about what for was that on, yeah, well, <laughs> rumors of what was on the album <laughs> yeah. tell me t- tell us about the tell us about the, the sense that we had this conversation three years ago but tell us about the sense of relief it's done it's yeah in the can, and now you're sitting on it for four months yeah five months well actually. that's actually it's actually the worst part right now because i'm not the kind of person that can just like kind of sit around and twiddle my thumbs while i'm waiting on stuff to happen mm-hmm. i have to be working on stuff for the band mm-hmm. um and so i'm in this weird place where we're in between sending it off to press like for people to write about it and stuff like that and being done with it because we had to get it done early to get it submitted for vinyls mm-hmm. um and so it's submitted for vinyls we're waiting on those test presses to come in sometime in may mm-hmm. um in between now and may we're just kind of waiting and it's the worst yeah <laughs> um it was great when like the we made the last cut to a track the day we sent it off for vinyl yeah um and that w- i think this is the first album that we've been making changes to it all the way through uh yeah. we started off with 25 tracks and then little by little we were just kind of cutting them away and saying that's not right for this record that's not right for this record or we're going to get rid of this right um and we ended up with 13 in the final product so so you are you playing i've heard you play new songs yeah. are you playing these songs out or are you waiting until the album is released to there, make there's a, only a few songs that we haven't played out yet okay um most of it's already we've already debuted it live and tried it out live okay um and there are some songs that we play live that still aren't on any record and um we are now sitting on a batch of 20 songs and we're looking at getting started on the next album sometime late this spring so is that an important part of the process is to play it out and and see how it tests and yeah or do you are there songs that you just know that you like so much that right so that's kind of a conflict so for this record i'm the thing that i'm most happy with about it is that we picked songs not that necessarily that we were in love with but that our audience has always responded to mm-hmm. um and then some songs there's like a, a few on there that we haven't played in front of an audience because we wanted to save it for a recording yeah um, we could really do it justice um but with this record i i think we grabbed a group of songs that people just always respond to at live shows and so that was especially important for this album was um, there was there songs that you played live that you went back and made tweaks to? Oh, always. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, there are still songs from Voyager. <laughs> He's probably, that w- probably doing it later today. Yeah, He's no, thinking no, about no. it right now. It's like, <laughs> yeah, there are songs from Voyager that we're still changing up. Yeah, um, yeah. and songs from Cities that we're changing up. I think that's important as, as far as a fan goes too yeah. to hear something in a different way. I mean, how many times have I heard you play? Right. But you know, if you change it up, you're like, yeah. Oh, I yeah. really, uh, yeah. I really love what you guys are doing. There's like a medley of. You, you put together like a medley yeah. of songs from Voyager that, yeah. that you play now, which is really, really a lot of fun to hear it in that in that format. Yeah. Where, well, we've been playing these songs a long time, right? And we need to do something, and that and that's so cool that you don't just go out. Because I know you could play them by with your eyes closed at this right. point, yeah. but it's nice that you change it up and 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 you also keep the fans like you know the fans on their toes, like oh shit, what just happened? Yeah, you know that's really really I'm, cool. I'm of the opinion that a song is never done. Yeah, like a yeah. song's never done being written. And yeah, you just right. keep messing with it until you die. <laughs> do you think, do you see Relativity as a sequel, or do you see it as, I mean, you could say it's the next step in evolution for the band, 
but there are there conceptually there are very very solid lines between some of the songs yeah. on Voyager and some of the songs on sure. Relativity. Well, I mean, some of them were written before. I, I feel songs. so bad that we're talking about an album no, that people no, quote here for five months. <laughs> some some of the songs I haven't heard it. So yeah, there you go. Well, you want to hear it right now? Yeah. <laughs> we're playing the whole album today. Uh, some of the songs were written before Voyager. Like the, yep. I think the the song that's the oldest, Jen wrote when she was sixteen. Hmm. That's on Relativity. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, there's song. There's one song that we had on our first demo in 2010 that hadn't seen the light of day since then, and yeah. we retweaked that song and put it on this record. So I don't know if it's a sequel, but it's kind of just the next. It felt like it should, what the next step would be. Sure, Voyager, sure. So. Now the first song on the on the record is and and also and also yeah. which people can actually hear now. Yeah, it was on the Brother or Brother split. It's on the split single that you did with Brother or Brother, and yeah. that's available. People can actually get that digitally, right? Yeah. I think it's on Bandcamp. Yeah. See? It's right next to my missing <laughs> right, my missing yeah. number one dad sock and my keys. <laughs> uh, if you go to Bandcamp, I, but it's under them, right? It's not under... Yeah, it's under... Uh, right now it's on Brother or Brother's uh, Shopify and all their Bandcamp stuff. But um, Are there still vinyls left that people can Yeah, can Yeah, we, we do still have vinyls available of that. Okay. Um, the, the sand filled aren't and some of the variants are all sold out but we have random color and rainbow splatter vinyls so if you want a little taste of what relativity is going to sound like the the opening track is available as uh, let's say the other A side of the split single that you did with brother Oh, brother, and you can get that on Bandcamp, and you can also buy it at Viserys shows. Go see him. Yep. You, you have shows this weekend this with weekend. Wild Adriatic here. here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Wild Adriatic and Viseria are going to play here yeah. this weekend. Wow, that's going to be. And there's a third band on the <laughs> Kyle bill, right? Magna, yeah, from, oh, from wow. Appleton, Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, who's putting these shows together? He sounds like a genius. <laughs> I don't want to give him a big head because he already has one. Boom. <laughs> Sorry, he doesn't listen to the podcast. Just why he didn't listen to the show. So come out this weekend to this room, Fountain Square Brewery. It's Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Viseria, Wild Adriatic, if you haven't seen these guys. If you've heard them, it's one thing. Yeah. But if you haven't seen them live, have you seen these guys? I, I want to say I've seen video maybe that yeah, you it's, took. It's or somebody. easily the they, best live yeah. show I've ever seen. They are tremendous. Easily. And I mean, one thing about that band is that they are so versatile. The first time I saw them was in a giant park with thousands of people present. Yeah. On a gigantic like festival stage, and it was amazing. Then the next time I saw them was at the old hi-fi, the old hi-fi, yeah. <laughs> little, little mini hi-fi, playing on that little stage in that little room, and they blew the place up. They're so much fun. Yeah. And this is your second time playing with them, right? No, this is well, yeah. No, that's our second time sharing a bill, or first time sharing a bill with bill them. With them. But okay. They were at Mile Music when we were there, um, and we've worked with them a lot. Like, we hooked them up with Coup d'Etat mm-hmm. for that hi-fi show, mm-hmm. and. Um, we're going up to their uh, upstate New York with them uh, next fall. That's so. their Sweet. and that's their home base, right? Yeah, they're, they're from, from upstate Buffalo New Springs, York, yeah. right? Nice, yeah, right. So. Very cool. Uh, so it's this Saturday, the twenty fifth. Yep. Found Square Brewing Company, Viseria, Wild Adriatic, and Kyle Magna. That's a great show. Mm-hmm. Is it free to get in? Or no, it's five dollars no. and presale. Ten dollars. Okay. Well, it's thirteen dollars day of, and presale tickets are almost sold out. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. So awesome. Get a ticket and get your ass here and see three yeah. three amazing bands. Hey, it's great to see you, man. You too. Yeah. Thanks. And go uh, go to Viseria's uh, Facebook page and check out this <laughs> video. It's real. It's like a two minute video. It's, it's awesome. so much yeah. fun to watch. I know it. 
doesn't sound like much when we say it. It's <laughs> people with, there listening it's or people with headphones listening to music that you can't hear. <laughs> but it's so cool. It's, it's, it's a great, a great idea. idea. Yeah. Congrats, so man. Much, yeah. yeah, Patrick Roberts from Desiria. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a little bit more music. And we're going to come back. And when we do come back, Mr. Chad Lair is going to take the Fountain Square Brewery Acoustic Stage uh, 2. Acoustic Stage 2. Because there are two. <laughs> right. And uh, he is going to excite and delight you with his songs. Right now, we're going to play. We, actually, we're going to do this later, but he's in the room. So we'll surprise him because he doesn't know that we're doing this. Uh, on March 3rd, in this room, right. Fountain Square Brewing Company, it's the CD release show. Shifty Digits finally got their asses in the studio, recorded some songs, and we got one for you right now. This is Shifty Digits and Doughboy. This is the Do It Indie Radio Hour podcast. Do not move. Pieces of the floor. 
Shifty Digits and Doughboy from their forthcoming EP, which will release be released on March 3rd at a uh, CD release show right where we are sitting, the Found this Square. Found this Square, man. This blowing up, yeah. man. I mean, it's, I think it's already yeah, kind uh, of blown Jeff up. Jeff Kelly and the Graveyard Shifts are going to be there, right? Jeff. Oh, uh, oh the M&M's Keith, guy. Keith. Keith Jelly. <laughs> Keith Jelly. Yeah, Keith Kef, Jelly baby. Right, Keith Jelly baby. <laughs> he's uh, he's like he makes uh, he makes chocolate now. He's like Willy Wonka, I think, isn't he? Isn't he, he he poops it. I think. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny that they're doing Jeff Kelly M and M's because I've always said I've always theorized that he had a milk chocolatey center, and now we know it to be true. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not Reese's Pieces though, because he does kind of look like ET. He does a little bit <laughs> with a beard and flannel, right? When they put the flannel shirt on yeah. ET, oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're on point, man. So, uh, yeah, March 3rd, Shifty Digits, and uh, Jeff Kelly and the Graveyard Shift will also be on that bill. I will not be able to be here. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat, y'all. Uh, so check that out if you can. Uh, long time coming, Shifty Digits. I mean, they were on the radio hour well over a year yeah. ago, first time, I've still time, got right? uh, all the video that I've never posted before. I'm like, keeping I, it for uh, a sacred moment. I think it was like winter of 2015, 2016 they were on. It was the holiday show. Yeah, yeah. Or it was maybe the show before, because we were all wearing... It uh, was like November. Show. Yeah, yeah. It was no, yeah we were like wearing that. our tracksuits. 
this is the Do It Indie Radio Hour podcast at the Found Square Brewing Company. MP and Tolan. That is me. With you, and uh, it just wouldn't be Monday night without him. Uh, as always, we like to bring you live performances. We do it every week, and this week we are very, very, very humbled and uh, delighted uh, to have this gentleman with us. It's his first time on the show. Uh, we've seen him play live, and we finally got a chance to get him on. Uh, please welcome our, our very good friend, Mr. Chad Lair. Sir, Woo! the Found Square stage is your stage. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to play you some some songs today, a couple new ones. Some Maybe they're all new to you. Uh, a couple of them are pretty new to me. Uh, this first song is... Uh, I always tell this story live, and uh, I wrote this song about a girl I dated when I was working at this place, and uh, man, she had this perfume that just rocked my world, and so when she would walk by, it would just fill my lungs, and I just loved it so much. Well, then after we broke up and things went south, I hated that scent, and it followed me and lingered everywhere. And so I decided to write a song about how much I hate that perfume. This song's called Grace. It's been a long way down, down that rocky road. And before I knew it, I was far from home Cause suddenly days turned into weeks And then weeks turned into months And before I knew This year had come and gone Just sit right by me Let me whisper in your ear I never knew grace until you shouted to me, dear Just sit right by me Won't you tell me always since Never knew grace before Until I smelled it on your skin Smelled it on your skin. I smelled it on your skin. 
Let me whisper in your ear Never knew grace before Until you showed it to me, dear Just sit right by me Won't you tell me all your sins Never knew grace Smelled it on your skin. Thank you. So uh, today, before I came to play for you fine folks, I uh, was in the studio and I was recording a couple new songs and I'm really grateful that I got to do that today. Um, and I've not played these live really before, so I was I thought I'd kind of break off a piece of the new stuff. So this song's called White Knuckled. I was starting to get that old feeling That these voices in my head, although misleading Are saying things are better left unsaid Left me feeling dirty, you left me feeling cold And even if I could change, I'll end up dying alone Starting to get that old habit Where I see things so I grab them And I know that I shouldn't Try to stop myself but I couldn't And it left me here alone Pick up all those pieces After you're gone If you want it, come in Just get it Nothing in this world is free Take your time and let's do this right So is it a waste of time? Is it a waste that I want to make you? Well, I get tired of trying to come down with feelings I break down about how I could be The man that I should be Cause I just wanna get you off your corner, baby I just wanna make you sounds really good in the studio and I'm really pumped about it. Uh, so in 2015 in August I was I got some really crazy news. I was having some stomach pains and I went to see my doctor and he did some scans, tests, x-rays, blah 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 and the long and short of it is he gave me a call a few hours later and he called me like six times in a row and I was busy and I couldn't answer so I finally called him back and uh, he diagnosed me with 
uh, lymphoma. And he said, I, you know, I found a 10-centimeter size mass on your colon. It looks to have spread to your lungs and your lymph nodes. And we got to get you into a specialist immediately to kind of figure things out. So specialist met me and said, if you're lucky, you got a year. Uh, but we need to go in and do surgery and get this taken out. And they told me immediately to go home and tell my family and tell my friends and, and don't be isolated. Uh, and of course, as an artist and a musician, like you don't listen to that. You go home and immediately pick up your guitar and write a song. And even though now, as I stand here, uh, at post-surgery, they got everything out. I'm completely fine. Everything's rad. But uh, that was the scariest 18 days of my life. And uh, that day I got that horrible news. I went home and I wrote this song. Because when you get news like that, the only thing you want to do is just pack up and, and leave. Uh, it's an adolescent thing to do, absolutely. But... You don't, I wanted to go home and die in the woods like a dog. I had a dog. I grew up in Brown County, and I had a dog growing up that was with us for 12 years. And when his last day was here, he just went off to the woods, and we never found him. Never. And so that's what I wanted to do. I just wanted to be that. So, um, but I'm grateful I didn't because, obviously, I'm okay, and I got this great song out of it. So here we go. It's called Concentration, Not Strength.
I'm leaving this town. I'm going right now. I don't know when and I don't know how. I'm leaving this town. I'm going right now. Oh, what it takes so long to figure out what's wrong with me. I don't know if you're crying now But let this love pass from me now There's more to life than it seems I don't know if you're crying now But let this love pass from me now There's more to life than missing out I'm leaving this town going right now I don't know when don't know how I'm leaving this town I'm going right now Oh why'd it take so long to figure out what's wrong with me. Thank you. It's very kind. Um, so I'm in the studio today, and I'm again writing a. I'm writing these two songs to put them out on a seven inch, and I've never. It's a bucket list for me to have like a vinyl. So I'm, I'm working with some cool people. Uh, fans and friends of the show here, and uh, they're going to help me put out a 7-inch. I'm so grateful for that. Um, so I'm sitting, and this is like the craziest thing. I, I'm going to explain it because it's, it's pretty dark. But uh, So I'm sitting listening to this amazing artist named Phoebe Bridgers. And if you haven't listened to her song, uh, Smoke Signals, Change Your Life. And I'm listening to it, and I'm listening to it like 10 or 11 times in a row, like all in succession. And... I start thinking to myself, man, I wonder what it would be like to go to my own funeral. And not for the typical reasons that most people would want to go to their own funeral. I mean, not to like, you know, see all the people that were there or maybe to hear what some ex-boyfriends or girlfriends said about them or whatever. Um, but I felt like in this place in my life, if I were to die today, that I would, have, I would want the opportunity to defend myself at my own funeral, which is really sad if you think about it, like that you feel that your life is something that you have to defend, like your choices, the, the things that you do, whatever. Um, so I wrote this song the other day, and it came out so quickly, but it's everything I've ever loved about playing music all in one song. So this song's about me giving my own eulogy at my funeral. It's called Rest in Pieces, which is the most emo title I've ever heard in my life. <clears throat> it's a loud one, so forgive me. Well, I spent last night in the arms of the dead 
to see how the other half lives. And at the end of the day, it just wasn't for me. Cause a grave that big only goes so deep. But don't say it's a good thing that you say oh goodbyes cause you you came like a hurricane leaving a trail of dead in your wake there's things in my life I just shouldn't repeat Just for you, but mostly for me. It's not what I did, but what I shouldn't have done. I'm just a man with some bullets who needed a gun. So don't say it's a good thing that you came. Saying your goodbyes Cause you, you came like a hurricane Just leaving a trail of dead in your wake So all of these songs, well, not the two new ones, but the, the other ones that I'm playing tonight in this closer, close it out, uh, are all on a record that I have out called Songs About Birds. Uh, it's on wherever music can be streamed, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Prime Music, uh, iTunes, Bandcamp, um, everything. My name's Chad Lear, L-E-H-R. If you're interested, definitely check it out, follow me do all the necessary creeping things that aren't creepy anymore because we live in 2017 and we can stalk people and it's totally fine. So, um, this song is the last song on my record, Songs About Birds, and it's actually the first song I ever wrote for this because I used to be in indie rock and pop punk bands and this is the first time I've ever like 
felt safe enough to in an accepting world that would allow me to play these super, as I call them, sad boys. <laughs> because, uh, you know, we come from an age of dashboard confessional and things like that where, like, a guy and his acoustic are like, okay, cool. But then I was, uh, a dear friend of mine is here with me tonight, and uh, we were on tour, and we were on our way to Nebraska. <laughs> and we're sitting in the front seat. Everybody else is pretty well either hung over or on their way there. And... uh he said, well, what do you want to listen to, Chadley? And I was like, I don't know, whatever you want, man. And he tells me, have you heard of Ryan Adams? And I was like, nope, never have. And he puts it on, and I remember all the way into Omaha, we are listening to this guy's songs, and it just changed my life. And so I started writing songs and that I would never show people, and then I wrote this song, and next thing you know, here I am several years later. And so I got to thank my friend John for introducing me to and giving me the strength to be in a just a solo artist, I guess. So this song's called Haunt You. I've been watching the way you move for a while now Saying things I never thought I'd hear Sure you'll be convinced that I don't know you well Trust me, I've seen all I need to see And if you were to ask if I'm okay Then the question I'd raise is Did I see you at all today? Well, baby, won't you just tell me that you want me That I haunt you Like a bad dream And baby won't you just tell me That you want me Cause baby I just need you So I can fall back We've been talking ourselves to sleep for a while now Saying things I never thought of here When it all goes quiet I feel you in my bones And I won't feel myself again till you near and if you were to ask if I'm okay Then the question I'd raise is Did I feel you at all today? Just tell me That you want me That I haunt you Like a bad and baby, won't you just tell me that you want me? Cause baby, I just need you so I can fall back asleep. Well, I ain't been sleeping these days. I lie awake thinking about all those things you said. And I want you now. 
more than I ever have. Can you hear me when I say? Can you hear me when I say? Baby, won't you just tell me that you want me that I haunt you like a bad dream? And baby, won't you just tell me that you want me? Cause baby, I just need you. I can fall back to sleep Well I need you just to want me Ooh. I need you just to want me Ooh. Take your time to settle down now Take your time to stay a while now Take your time to settle down, settle down now. And take your time and settle down now. Take your time and stay away now. Take your time and settle down, settle down so much. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. You guys are very, really kind. Thank you. You are listening to the Do It Indie Radio Hour with MP and Toby.
is Antenna Man, Antenna and we get Man. Antenna Man. He sounds like a superhero, don't you think? Yeah, Antenna Man, and they uh, had their CD release show at Pioneer the other night. Great live sound in there, and I did not know this. Live music is a regular thing there. Really, in Fountain they have Square? A, they have a, in Fountain Square. <laughs> yeah, they have a they have a ni- a real nice uh, stage. The sound system is really good. And uh, Antenna Man released their awesome. uh, new album called Elaine Junior. And you were getting ready to talk about the food there too. The food there uh, looks great. I did Lin- not have. Oh, okay, okay. I did not eat any, but uh, there was a guy sitting at the bar. I was waiting to get uh, my lovely wife another chocolate stout. Ooh. And um, they, this guy was sitting at the bar eating like a. Uh, roast chicken or something mm. and it just looked really 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 good good and I said hey save the bones we'll make soup out of it <laughs> bone soup Antenna Man uh, you can check them out they have a website it's antennamanband.com awesome good Antenna name Antenna Man solid name solid speaking of solid uh, Chad Lear is with us sir it was amazing thank you so thank much thank you so much for that no I appreciate you guys having me I've uh... I've wanted to. I've, I'm a. I hate to be like a cliche, but I, I actually do like your show quite a bit. So, You're have you ever listened to it? Before? <laughs> uh, no, but uh, a gentleman by the name of Ben Cannon gave uh, me twenty dollars to say that on. Uh, Is that possible? I, I would definitely have. Like hold that twenty under under the, the bad lamp. part is we'll because have to give him forty now. He well, he, he called him he called it Canon Cash. Yeah. Is that <laughs> yes? We've been we've been pushing the concept of Canon Bucks for years. Yeah. 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 Canon Bucks. It's like well, okay, if you, the if you play the radio hour, you get twenty Canon Bucks, <laughs> yeah. and that's redeemable for a certificate to get ten more Canon Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> exactly for a fake massage. I'm gonna go Once get, Canon gets you in his cycle, it's like the, you know, like going to prison. Once you get in that it's system, a pon- it's, like, a, yeah. it's a it's a Ponzi. Scheme. Ponzi schemes <laughs> yeah. actually Ponzi schemes actually look down on Canon. They're like, oh, that's <laughs> right. a Canon scheme. Yeah, they're no, like, no. don't you don't want to get mixed I'm not up with that, that guy character. another house? Exactly, exactly, <laughs> <Right>. exactly. <laughs> um, he's so shifty. Chuck Norris can't can't kick his ass. It's uh, to hear these songs in in this like uh, the last time I saw you play was at Hi Fi in front oh. of, of a huge crowd of people, and it, so to hear you play here in front of a not so huge crowd of people. Uh, the songs take on a well. It becomes more intimate, and the, I know that's that's yeah, the point. Sure. I mean, I know the songs are written that way. When at what point did you realize that you had this ability to write these kinds of songs? Because you did not come from this. You came from no. pop punk, and yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. Uh, okay, so <laughs> without going down this huge rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, so basically, I mean, I'm a kid growing up in Brown County. I have no records whatsoever. Uh, a friend of mine who, his cousins lived in Pennsylvania, came back and he gave me like a bunch of, uh, I remember he bought me Weezer, Real Big Fish, MXPX, and stuff like that. So of course I was a punk rock kid immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, small town, you know, big city dreams from a country boy, you know, out in the fields. So it was great. But it wasn't until about, I would say, you know, I started a band called My Hidden Track. Did really well uh, locally and had some great success um, uh, just around around the continental United States and really grateful for that time. But it was about towards I would say maybe a year or so after that band broke up uh, back in 2010 2011 that I realized that like I can I could write really I was starting to get like a little twang in my voice and starting to. You know that that Brown County ease was coming in, and, and instead of saying words like haunt, I say haunt. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like uh, all that jazz. So I guess it was probably like four. I guess what is it? 2017. It's like five years ago, maybe. I realized I was writing 
different tunes. And I've always been a huge fan, like, and this is going to date me super bad, but I loved, loved Bruce Hornsby in the range. Yeah, nice. Love Bruce Hornsby. I love Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> um, and it sounds crazy to say that, you know, like that my most treasured and valued records that I have, and I have a ton at home on LP, but that Bruce Hornsby in the range, the way it is, the first time oh, I heard yeah. Every Little Kiss, I wanted to, I mean, come on. And, and it was just so good. And then I, and then I learned who Johnny Cash was. And then I learned who Elvis Costello was, and I learned who, uh, you know, James Taylor, Bob Dylan, like all this stuff, you know, because you're in Brown County, like the only thing you're hearing is like, you know, we got some great pickers down there, but basically just, you know, bluegrass and stuff like that. And like the radio stations barely come in, so if you're lucky. But man, I was lucky enough to a, a few years ago just go, man, I, I think I don't want to like play these, you know, catchy little. I mean, I had way more songs that had like, no lyrics than I did with lyrics. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, pop punk bands are like, oh, we don't know what we're going to write here, so let's just do like a little, oh, whoa, whoa, you know, and just do <laughs> woes or oohs or ahs and like get the, you know, and then it would just like turn the whole crowd into like one big sloppy wet mess out there and you're like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. And you just realize that what you're writing, even though like they, those songs mean a lot to me and I know they mean a lot to a lot of people, um, these songs that I'm writing now, the, they're just not, I hate to use the word fake, but they're just a little bit more intentional. Uh -huh. And they're a little bit more, they're a lot more me, you know? Yeah. And, like, people ask me all the time, like, how did you how did you transition from that to this? You know, similar to what you're saying. Like, And for me, I think these songs were always inside of me. You know, maybe not the lyrically exactly or musically, but they were waiting to come out. And I mentioned in the performance that uh, I think what changed my life is I heard two guys. I heard Ryan Adams... And I heard Noah Gunderson. And those two singer-songwriters changed the game for me. Give me a second, because i that's the second time I've heard that name in a couple of days. Oh, he's playing here soon. Yeah, he's Noah Gunderson for, is playing it at, yes. at Hi-Fi soon. That's yes. where I heard that name. I, was, I thought you were going to say Ryan Adams is. I was like, really? Yeah, oh, that would be gosh. something. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Noah Gunderson, I caught him. I happened to win tickets to go see him perform at the Do 317 Lounge mm. years, uh, probably three years ago. Mm. And a friend of mine who worked there at the time was like, hey, you should come and check this out. I know you want tickets, but definitely don't give them away. You're gonna wanna check it out. And I went, and he's just like a mini Ryan Adams. So, you know, like, I mean, he'd probably kill me to say that, but <laughs> he, he just has that, like, you know, he's from Seattle, though, so it's a little different. He's kinda got that, you know, Nirvana built in built yeah, in clinical that, depression exactly yeah. exactly yeah. like dreary a day, rain dreary cloud dreams. follows him yeah. exactly yeah. yeah but man I heard his set and it just it changed my life and I think I saw him that year I saw him three different times in a year traveling all over didn't care I saw him mm -hmm. and then to find out that he's playing again here at the hi-fi yeah I think it's like the first uh, week of March mm -hmm. and oh. Tickets went on sale. The guys down at the Hi-Fi and uh, MOKB hit me up. I mean, they tagged me in the post. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> you know, you won't shut up about them, so here it is. Yep, you know? yep. So, yeah, those, uh, after that, man, it was just kind of a game changer, and the rest of these songs kind of came out as they are. Mm -hmm. Is there, uh, I mean, you, got, you, were, you were sick. I mean, you had this yeah. kind of two-and-a-half-week big scare. Yeah, huge. And when, that was last year? Uh, in 2015. Okay. Yeah. So when you knew that you were going to be okay, 
and I don't know like what the, where that is on the timeline, but at some point they after the surgery on day eighteen, they told you that uh, hey, we got it, you're good, mm-hmm. have a nice life, and we never want to see you here again. Yeah, you, you said that you at one one of the songs you played tonight, you mm-hmm. wrote during that eighteen day period where you yeah. basically in your head you're like, well, I'm gonna die soon, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I I think Absolutely. I I think I could be totally frank with you because I've been in the same. So you're like, okay, this is it, and I got to make my amends here, right? And you write this song, and then you're okay, right? Mm -hmm. And then what happened? Did you did you say, well, how real can we get here? You can. Uh, This is absolutely where we want to go. And I mean, what happened in your in your head, in your song craft, in in, like, what did you do when you realized that this is I'm, I'm okay now? I legitimately thought when I went, so I wrote that song the day I found out. I went home, uh, I went straight to my room, shut the door, grabbed my guitar, and I, I, complete and utter honesty, wrote that song in 15 minutes. Hmm. And then I held on to it for a couple more days without showing anybody or saying anything because I wanted just to hear it myself. And I said to myself, if this is the last song I write, I'm okay. And you I'm haven't okay shared this news with anybody at this point. In the at this story. point, zero people. Okay. Know. My father is, lives in uh, Florida with his wife. Uh, you know, he's retired, of course. You know, we're in the land where people go to die mm-hmm. down there. I, and uh, my best friend lives in, uh, one of my best friends lives in Los Angeles. Another one of my best friends who uh, was living in Colorado at the time. I, I didn't say anything to anyone. I held it close to the chest. I was like, I'm not going to let this go. And then it was finally about the next day or so where I started to settle after the song had come out. And I was like, okay, well, now I'm scared to death. What am I going to do? So I told, I called my father, and he lost it. Called my best friend. He was on a flight from California the day after. Um, it was nuts. And they tell me, you know, hey, this is what the surgery is going to look like. So, I mean, my dad, my best friend, we went to the specialist together. It was crazy. Like... My best friend took me to James Dant, uh, a store over in Irvington. Uh, that's the clothing. That's the yeah, kit. Yeah, that's the like, men's that, boutique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're fun. I love that store. Tommy Dant owns it. Fantastic guy. That kid is... He's, he's going to take over the world. He's a young dude. The most ambitious individual yep, I've ever met in yep, my life. Yep, hands down. Yep. And, and, and super nice. You walk into a store. I mean, he, he knows everybody. Mm-hmm. And he supports so much so much locally. He's got local artists on vinyl that he plays vinyl in the store. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and everything. So it's great. Um, my best friend took me there to buy me, like, one of those country western hats. You know, like the fedora hats that the guys are wearing. And they're, like, I- extravagant price in my, in my mind because, you know, I shop at, like, Target. Sure. <laughs> so it's like... It was like a hundred dollars for this hat, and it was. And he and my best friend Nick owns the same hat. And he said, "I want to buy this hat for you for after chemo." And I was like, "Really?" And he was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Cause I have the same hat, and we're gonna have best friend hats." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." So he bought me the hat. It was my. It's I wear it all the time. Uh, we went from there to the specialist to find out, you know, about when surgery was gonna be and everything like that. We go into the surgery a few days later. Everything comes out. I get back home. I don't know until two days after I get home that the doctor brings come, calls me and just basically says, hey, you need to come in for a consultation Like when you're feeling up to it. Okay. I go in there, best friend, my dad, and he was just like, I don't know how to tell you this, but I think, I think we might have either got it wrong or we got it all. I can't tell you which one. And I was like, are you joking? Wow. He was like, no. 
And so I looked at the very first thing I said is I looked at Nick and I said, "Do you want your hat back?" <laughs> and he said, "No." He's like, "No, you wear it now, and when you wear it, we we you wear it in celebration and not out of necessity." Mm-hmm. And when I found out I wasn't dying, if I'm being honest, I was kind of upset. Not not because somebody had given me false information, but just like I had made peace. I was ready to go. Mm-hmm. I really was. And so now I feel like I'm living on borrowed time. Had they given you, like, had they given you like a like a time? Had they given you like a prognosis? Had they given you a time frame? And they said, "This yeah. is what you have left." They said, from the test that they had done, they said, "You know, this looks like you're about roughly at stage three, stage mm-hmm. four. And they were like, "It's a ten inch, a ten centimeter size mass on your colon." Mm-hmm. And they worked their way up. It was all my lymph nodes, and it was all my lungs. Mm-hmm. They went into, they removed everything, so on and so forth. And then when we came back, they said, you know, here's why. The 10 centimeter size mass is something completely strangely unrelated. And then the stuff that's on your lymph nodes and lungs, did you grow up in the country? And I said, yeah, I grew up in Brown County. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, well, if, you, if we tested 100 males that live in like some kind of farm town, yeah. they're going to find like the stuff that they spray on the crops, yeah. like just developed on your lungs. I said, so am I at risk of like, now am I at risk of like, like lung cancer or something? He's like, nope. He said, about half of Indiana has it. Wow. And it's no big deal. And so they treated, they treat, and I was like, so we're good. And he was like, yeah, we're good. And I said, so I don't even have to have like a second surgery or anything. He's like, nope, you're good. And I was just like, okay. Now what do I do? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's crazy. And I mean, I was so grateful for that news, but at the same time, like, Again, if I'm being honest, like I was, I was pretty disappointed. Huh. I was ready to right, go because you had made you had made your well. I had made peace, and I think right, it was the first time right. I'd ever truly felt at peace. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's a you're you're a dangerous man when you know you're you're leaving this world. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel like man, I'm doing fine. I'm gonna call this person and tell them how much I love them. You know, you call this person, tell them how much I hate them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like you just. You give everybody the what for. I mean, I was more gracious than that, but at the same time, I was just like, hey, you know, I'm not going to have to worry about bills. I'm not going to have to worry mm-hmm. about, you know, mortgages. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have to worry about car payments mm-hmm. or hurting this girl's feelings or upsetting this best friend or anything like that. Like, right. I'm just going to make the time for these people that I love and then, you know, we'll ride out into the sunset, you know, or mm-hmm. like I mentioned in the set, like, I just wanted to go and die in the woods like a dog. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But then it's like, oh, no, you get to do this whole beautiful thing called life all over again. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. I'm into that. So. So you had that, like, like what was, so that you had that cathartic moment. And then at some point, I'm, I'm assuming days after, you probably sat down and wrote another song. Yeah, I did. And what song was that? And tell me about that song. Uh, that song was that it a song, screamo screamo song. <laughs> <laughs> it it uh, it kind of sounded like the song from Karate Kid, like you're the best around, <laughs> you simply know? the best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, like in some weird way, like I wanted to write a James Bond theme, like tomorrow never dies. You know what I mean? But I wrote that next song, and then what's funny is all the songs that you write after that sound like crap. Yeah, because right? you're like yeah. great. And I'll tell you right now, I wrote another song a couple of weeks later, and I don't play it because mm-hmm. it wasn't good. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be much after the death song. 
you know. Yeah, 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 for sure. It took me it took me a good few I'd probably say like six months mm. before I wrote anything that I even remotely considered playing for other people. Yeah. What was the mood at that time? Was it something else bad I mean, obviously not as bad, but was it something else that it, it, the the songs that never got played were just like me grasping at straws. Uh-huh. It was like okay, let's dig for, back in for for what for 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 songs. You mean yeah? Okay. Like I was okay. just like okay, um, well I'll just write another song. It'll be fine. Like this will be great. And then some things were influencing my life at the time. You know, like a, you know breakups and different things. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll just write another breakup song. And then all of a sudden the breakup songs just they don't matter anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this is petty shit, you know? yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> so honestly. what? What? What was that next? I mean, you don't have to get into details, but was the the next song that you thought was, you know, solid? Was that a another bad situation or? Um, the next song that actually came was the first song that I played tonight, which okay. was called Grace. Grace. Yeah. Okay. That's a great song. Yeah, thank you very much. It almost that's had, a had uh, you know some country undertones too, for sure. You could for, definitely. And that's a weird. Yeah, thing. I heard you starting to go down yeah. near that now now dirt path there, <laughs> yeah. son. Exactly, and you yeah. can always hear it like, well, hang me, sleep you know, comes on into hang territory. Yeah, absolutely. Sure, it's all good though. Yeah. So Grace, I wrote Grace because I was like, man, I need to, I, there's this girl that I was dating and it was just really rough situation. And I was like, I was like, you know what? I want to write songs that are a little bit more obscure, you know, and not necessarily just about like getting together and breaking up. I always, whenever I write, you know, for the most part, I always think big picture, little picture. Like what does the song mean to me? What does the song mean to others? And I try to not influence others with what my songs are about. Like I might say one or two things here or there, but for the most part, I just try to keep it pretty simple. Um, but that next song was, you know, as you heard it tonight, it it took on a very dark spot. Like, even though I was coming from a, like a, it, it was almost like me begging, like, hey, now that I have this time, like, I just want you to sit right by me and like, let me whisper in your ear and like, because I never knew Grace before until you showed it to me. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was just all these like, kind of like, realizations in retrospect that like hey now that I'm living like and I look back at these things I'm picking different things out not just like you broke my heart I hate you you know it was more like I want to write songs about the way you smelled I want to write songs about this or that and like the positive things that yeah yeah and just the things that would fill your lungs and rattle your bones and, and it wasn't it just wasn't that cookie cutter stuff that I had written earlier in my pop career and it wasn't this death song, mm-hmm. it just found it's like, it, I almost felt like I was um, like at Disney World with those songs. Like you're not in Epcot Center, but you're certainly not in Tomorrowland. You know, <laughs> it's like you're in the park, but you're not in all the park yet. Right. You know. Right. You know. You've seen. You've you, run you may the monorail. Be in the, you, you may be in up. the secret tunnels of the park. Right. Exactly. But about. at the end of the day, you're still going to have to go to the you know the uh, the Country Bear Jamboree. Sure. You know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So that was. It was crazy, and now that I'm now that I'm writing more songs because I'm trying to release more music, and I'm I'm constantly getting pushed by the people in my life to write more songs and things like that. I've noticed that I'm working, I'm writing so much more inward stuff, like 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 I'm still somehow trying to make amends for the person that I am. You know, mm-hmm. are you a bad person? If you ask anybody else, they'd say no. But I'm you asking ha- you. I'm not as great as people think I am. No, what's yeah. the worst thing that you do? What's the shittiest thing that you did today? In the, in the last couple of days. In the last There's couple of days. There's one shitty thing that you did. Um, 
I think sometimes I allow people in my life to feel like they have a bigger opportunity to be a part of my life than they really do. Mm -hmm. I tend to keep people at arm's length. Um, my mom passed away uh, almost a decade ago, a decade ago, and uh, ever since then I've I've just been slowly but surely deteriorating as a human being, and uh, and I think sometimes the jolliness that people you know associate with me as a person mm -hmm. um, I'm just I'm just not nearly as good a person as I used to be well because you're wait because you you think you're a narcissist uh, I think I think I'm I think there's some narcissism there which I'm sure I mean I know everybody is yeah, everybody has it everybody in Indiana everybody has wants it. to everybody wants to come <laughs> I don't I know I'm better than no, you oh that's great okay. it's true no 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 it's true yeah it's absolutely true <laughs> yeah have you heard of uh, being condescending <laughs> oh, okay, sorry that means talk down to people right, right. do you get that yeah okay uh, oh is that what it oh, means that's what it means oh, yeah. have you heard that of sarcasm no actually yeah. it means yeah. this okay yeah <laughs> I know that's a flaw and you don't have any of those right but, no he's perfect yeah right absolutely. in every way as I sit here and look at his eloquently disheveled uh, Indianapolis Indian he's hat. beautiful yeah he's, he's well put together man I got in Nashville Tennessee <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's a story. At yeah. a Goodwill. Yeah. At a Goodwill. Did you? My, my sister did, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Right. So your sister's in your clothes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, not so perfect after all. Yeah. <laughs> so See, that's... Any, anyway, it started, <laughs> it started when I was... <laughs> Folks, he, we, we, he, just, he just laid back in the couch and we, we need, had a very Mr. Kratz, always, Dr. Kratz type This situation. happens on the show every once in a while. It's and the we, black couches. We, we, yeah. actually say, we actually say, maybe we should bring a couch into Grove House. So, you know, when stuff absolutely. like this... We do have now, another show called Radiotherapy where we... It's still kind that, of in that's, existence. That's the show. Yeah, yeah. That, that's basically the three. It's just the three of us laying down on 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 a couch in my basement, just talking out our problems, but oh. not to each other, at each other. Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. volatile. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I, I, I don't, I don't think that I can see you as a shitty person, and I think if you say that the shittiest thing that you did in the last couple of days is that you keep people away you you well yeah put, but but he said it's like it's all on his one hand he's keeping people away but same. with the other hand he's yeah. like come on in and be a part of my world exactly i think that's not but only shitty. At, i right, think only right here yeah i think yeah. that's actually kind of mysterious that's a, almost enigmatic because people could be like well, well do i want to come into this or don't i think that's actually kind of a, a cool way to be because um i, I think the most successful people and the people that are the most fun and the most interesting to be around are the people who don't reveal everything about themselves immediately and do it slowly over time like a good soup. <laughs> so I, That's the, I, I do want to just make a quick point that this is the second time to you've referenced soup. Third. He's got to sit down. Yeah, third. Yeah. Okay. Oh, since he sat down. Since so. I've sat down, I've yeah. heard too. Yeah. Save the bones and make a good soup. Soup. Let me tell you something, man. I don't do drugs, right? Not a really big drinker. Sure. But my wife's soup is like my life, my lifeblood. Yeah? Yeah. She but makes a good soup, huh? She makes the best soup. Mm. Yeah. Shout out. I should have brought some. 
Yeah, because yeah, you you say that every week. <laughs> I, I, I remember, had a cup in my hand for you. I had you. a cup in my hand, but I ate it on the way over. <laughs> this is, uh, I think you referenced this earlier when he was like, I told her, I said, don't put the thing in the soup anymore. I can't have the carbs. Right. Yeah. I told the her egg to drop. Don't put I, the noodles. I told her to stop putting egg noodles in the soup because I don't, I don't want to have the carbs, but I got to have the soup. I'll fucking, I'll drink it with a straw. I don't give a shit. <laughs> right. When you were, you're recording right now. Yeah, I recorded. Actually, I came straight from the studio. You here. came straight from the studio to here, and you said, you told me earlier, you got everything done but the vocals and you're going back to do the vocals and when can we expect this product i i am a big believer in not letting people wait mm -hmm. i don't like to wait i don't want to wait you mean like yeah. these other assholes that have an album finished and then they sit on it for six months <laughs> yeah and it's it's shocking to me uh, in the i'm learning through the management company i work with and then like some other people i'm learning that everything is on like a three-month advance timeline. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I work for a company right now that I'm I'm booking, you know, a, a band from Long Beach, California, and we're booking that band in March and June. And yeah. I was like, "Are you crazy? Like it's 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 barely March, mm -hmm. you know?" And I come from a long line of the DIY stuff, where it's like, "Oh, you want to go and play a show next week? Yeah, it's open. Yeah. Okay, great." Yeah. And I understand, like from a promotional standpoint, like that's not the smartest thing to do. But for me, it's music. I'm trying to release a seven inch and I know that the seven inch takes like two to three months to press. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to, I'm trying desperately to get it done this in the next two weeks so that I can have that pressed very quickly. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I can't be too sure if it's going to take too long, then I'm just going to say, put the kibosh on it and just put it out online because I, I love that anticipation of an album but i also hate it equally sure and i think that there's a fine line for how long you wait and i actually listened to a show um I, it might have been it might have been what is it uh, local is our genre mm -hmm. I, I think i was listening to that show for a second and they it was like this whole that's it, longer than anyone has ever spent listening to that show <laughs> I was just listening, and they had like this debate on like you know what's the better thing? Do you release like a series of EPs, yeah. or do were you, you on that show? I that was I was I I wasn't on that one. Yeah, I think okay. it was uh, what's the dude? What's Darren the dude? and Darren. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. And I taped four episodes of that show in one night oh, wow. with them. Yeah, that's wild. That was a blast. So. I don't remember getting home that night either. Oh, I believe it. I've, I've met both Ben uh, several uh, Ben both is a good Vince. friend of mine. Yeah, I've met yeah. both and, uh, too. I know uh, and Darren one time at Birdie's, and, and that man showed me a very nice time. I'll, yeah. put, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, with that being said. He's very sexy. <laughs> he is. He is. Um, but I, I like just having stuff out constantly. Yeah. Like uh, Songs About Birds, the, the three songs that um, are on that EP – that came out in September, and I'm I'm already like, okay, I need to put something else out. Yeah, something else has to go. Um, and so, meanwhile, while I do that, I'm I just uh, tomorrow on uh, because I wanted to wait until after I did the show. Uh, I'm releasing my first music video. Yeah, tell us about the video. Um, it's for Concentration, Not Strength, the song about death, mm -hmm. about me um, getting that awful news, and uh, this beautiful woman who's actually sitting behind me still um, she contacted me and she was a part of a program that uh, they were looking her and her her mates were looking for a opportunity to make a music video for somebody and so 
she orchestrated the whole thing, got me to sit down at the, at the table with all the people, and we sat down and talked about it, and they gave me their ideas, and it was really funny because the gentleman who, who directed, who was like the main director of the, of the video, every, he had three ideas, all of which were very good, but they all had something with a flashback. It was like, it was okay. like this, yeah. this like broken yeah. record. And then I'm thinking, flashback, montage in reverse. Uh -huh. And then I was like, okay, what's the next idea? Beat drop. Yeah, and yeah. Like, Mike. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool, what's your other idea? And he was like, oh, I wanna do, uh, so I'm thinking, okay, off that topic, next one, I'm thinking this, 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 and then reverse montage of all that's happened. I'm like, <laughs> you gotta have a montage. I guess. You gotta have I one. guess that's the way to go. So finally, um, the young lady and I, uh, her name is Ika, we sat down and I was like, Ooh, here's, here's the idea. That's exotic. Uh, well, she's Colombian. Look out. Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, she's a little spicy. So my thing is we sat down and talked about it, and more, I told her this more, weird idea. Muy caliente. Yeah. So, <laughs> I wish every – I hope all the viewers listening to this have headphones because when they say muy caliente, it makes you feel some kind of way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, – I told her the idea that I had, which was basically like almost a telltale of me getting the news. Mm. And I mentioned uh, in the set tonight that, and I do often when I play it live, I say that um, it makes me feel like an adolescent when I found out because you just want to pack up your bags and run away. Sure. So in this video, it portrays this gentleman who gets a bad, uh, bad news from the doctor of him like packing a bag angrily and leaving. But as he leaves, he metaphorically turns into a child and so the most of the video is this child walking around doing adult things like running from his problems and no one seems to notice that he's done this like he's changed into this child hmm. kind of like a tom hanks in big kind of situation but you know there's no zoltan thing you know and it's not yeah. like your wish is granted type thing that's cool um and i i didn't want to be a part of it i was just like hey here's the idea you guys like it they like the idea a lot we ran with it. I said, I want you guys to have control. I don't want to be like that douchebag who's in the video who's like, I'm going to play my instruments in the woods because that's what my old band did. Like, we're going to. No, get... no, in a warehouse that only manufactures sparks. <laughs> yes. Like only sparks. Every 80s metal video. You're right, wearing a absolutely. black leather vest with no shirt. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. yeah. And then, like, time for me to fly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or something like that, you know what I mean? So we have I, to hang out, man. Absolutely, out. absolutely. You are right and now. So, right now, I know. Uh, this is the last time I'm going to see him. So I'm sitting there, and uh, I'm like, no, I don't want to be a part of it. And so they they talked me into doing like a cameo, and I was like, I'll do, I'll be a cameo, I'll be a cameo in your like, own but, video. But I don't want you to see my face. I want to just like walk and whatever, because like I think I think music videos now. The ones that I like are like short films, mm. and they don't necessarily. It's not about you know. You want to see the live performance? Come and see me live. You know, you wanna you wanna see what somebody looks like. I don't think that's important anymore. Like yeah. it's not yeah, yeah. the image thing. Like I mean, I'm sure it's important to like the the Biebers and the and the Gagas and the things of the world. But like for me, I mean, even even the pipe dream of going big, whatever that you know parachute plan is, I I don't care about that. Mm -hmm. Like. I'm just a guy. I always say this. I'm just a guy learning from the mistake, learning from his mistakes by making new ones. Right. And so hmm. that's all I want to be. Do you have? Is that a lyric? Is that one of your lyrics? Nope. It just, should be. Oh, thank should you. somebody write that down for Chad? I'm I just think a guy. Someone tweet that to me. Learning, <laughs> I'm just a guy learning from his mistakes by making new ones. Uh, I'm getting. A, I'm getting a message here that um, 
Uh, Danny Schaust has already written it. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, she, <laughs> such a sweet and, and so. gave it to Jeff Kelly. <laughs> oh, you mean Kef Jelly? Kef Jelly. Yeah, they're passing that lyric around right, like absolutely. blue M and M's, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which what uh, Kef Jelly do you like? The green or the blue ones? I like the pastel blue ones. Mm. I think. Yeah, I think they had a dreamy. They yeah, they had a sweetness like a little ting that gets you right here. Yeah, you know? and kind of stays there. <laughs> kind of like the 1990s failed A1 bold. <laughs> stays there like gotcha. an, like kind of like an ear infection. Yeah. <laughs> like you got like a, almost like an air wig. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you can't get that itch out of your ears. Yeah, yeah. No, the, I know it's the best. About. Some would call it savory. I would call it a nightmare. Thank you. Where could that's also also, also a good lyric? Where can someone uh, go to see you live next? Well, it's funny that you asked that. Um, I'm actually a week from tomorrow. I leave for tour, which is crazy to me. And I know You're going on tour. Yeah, nice. I'm 35 years old. I'm 35 years old. I I know, like, and again, like. I get it. A lot of people do it, but I have no business being on the road. Like I snore like like a log. My friends call it a sleep sonnet. They're like, if you can sleep through Chad's sleep sonnets in his catalog of hits, like you'll yeah. you're fine. <laughs> and I'm not gonna like. I can't like. I mean, most of them are Chicago tunes. If I'm being honest, like you know that like, you snore that I love was meant to be. You know, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, post Peterson Tara. You know what I mean? Sure. So, like it's still called it's. it's it's still calling Chicago, but you don't really know about it. You know, yeah. right. um, it's so Chicago. It's, it's like Chicago. Yeah. Like, does anyone ever know what yeah. time it is? You know. Um, so, and I'm like, I can't sleep on some floor or like ask somebody at the venue, like, "Hey, my name's Chad. And this you is the apartment upstairs. Like, if you guys got a place for us to crash, like, yeah. let us know. Like, yeah. we don't have computers or like our flip phones are charged. <laughs> we don't need to borrow your power. You know what I mean? Like, this is the era that I come from. Like, don't worry, my sidekick too is fully charged. I got AOL, AOL Instant Messenger on nice. there. Hit me on the hip. You know, sidekick. Oh, nice. I'm 35. Yeah. Like. I need a bed. Yeah, I need oh, a yeah. warm no, no, no. meal. Absolutely. That's I, why I need my pillows. That's yeah. why. <laughs> exactly. That's why I gave up the dream when I was like 25 years old of being a musician because I'm like, I'm not sleeping on that. I need a bed. I need to be comfortable, and I need a big TV, and I I want heat. Right. I'm not sleeping in the back of a van. So and I'll, that's what I'll, I'm saying. I'll like, do something else. And so I'm doing a very short run with this incredible band. Um, called Ponce from Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They're actually playing uh, in April at the Hi-Fi with the New Schematics, which are another Nashville band, Phenomenal, and the Hunter Smith Band. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to be a great show to go to. Um, but I met them playing a show, and we became instant friends. And they were like, oh, my gosh, you're phenomenal. And I was like, shut up. You're phenomenal. Like, it was a total, like, you hang up. Yeah, oh, I love you guys so much. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, was, it was totally that, you know? <laughs> And so um, I hit him up, and I don't I was, think anyone's ever done that on this show. Before. The double P? No, no. I okay, well, so not above the table. Oh, I got it. I got you. I got it. Is that that smell I'm smelling in here today? I thought it reeked of an event yesterday. I came in uh, through that. Uh, it was crazy. I've been in, I've been in Fountain Square Brewery for three days straight, not sleeping here, but I might as well have. You might as well. So, um, but my next show in Indy. Uh, so I'm doing tour. I'll leave next week. I'll be back in a little bit. And then uh, my next show is up in Fishers at uh, the Nico. 
uh, what is that? Open mic? What's oh, that, uh, that that Nick's open mic yeah, at yeah, yeah. the uh, is it? Oh, what's the name of the place? Is uh, it the uh, alleys? Is that what it's called? Alley oops or uh, I got it. Yeah, I know what you're the dirty about. the dirty alley or <laughs> yeah, the, up, yeah, up your alley. Yeah, right. Actually, I think that that's a place in Anderson. We've mm-hmm, t- we both sure been. it is. Yeah, um, yeah. No, the next time I'm playing is uh, at the open stage uh, in Fishers up there at the. Man, what is it called? I can't remember. The I name. can't remember the name either. Yeah, it's 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 Nick's open, open Nick Wingler's open mic, yeah. which is supposed to be really really cool. It's like a Tuesday or something, right? Or yeah, Wednesday. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then that's honestly, and aside from uh, one of the last shows on the tour we play in Kokomo, that's the last time I'm playing an indie in March. Uh, the only uh, the next show I'm playing is actually here at the brewery, and that's going to be on. Uh, April 8th and cool. that's with uh, American Opera I don't know if you've heard never he's phenomenal it's a great singer songwriter just I mean I'm kind of in shock that they asked me to play yeah uh, I was like wow okay and so it's going to be here and I'm really excited about that Again, good it's April 8th um, and hopefully I'll have some new music by April um, going back to the music video things I wanted to make a series of music videos all about these songs mm-hmm. like almost like a transitional period of sure. watching this guy yeah. um, find out that he you know so in video one this guy like finds out he's gonna pass away and all this different stuff's happening and he just runs away won't ruin it things happen next video comes and it's the for grace mm-hmm. and then uh, we've already filmed both of those and then we are on point to start filming uh, at next month for the third and final video of the songs about birds collection and so that's going to be really cool. Um, just so much going on. Like so where can so the video is released? Well, by the time you you the listener are hearing this, the video will be available. So where can people go to get the see the video? Uh, I'm going to post it on my social media pages. Okay, cool. um, so Facebook. Now is that under Chad Lair or Chandler Lair? I, okay, or, so or Fred. Lair? I mean, there's you have like 14. <laughs> it's funny you say Fred because on. Fred is my father's name. I'm sure it is. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Chandler is, I call it my Christian name, but that's my actual okay, name gotcha. is Chandler. Chad, uh, when I was like seven and my nef- uh, my cousin couldn't say Chad without a lisp or Chandler without a lisp, mm-hmm. a speech impediment. So they like, just, call, just call him Chad. And he's like, oh, Chad. And that it works. just stuck. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so Facebook.com backslash this is Chad, Chad Lear. Right. Right. This is Chad Lear. Yeah, we'll put HR. up we'll, we'll put up a and then, we'll put up uh, a link to your so I'll Facebook put that up there. Uh, same thing. This is uh, Chandler is going to be um, like on my YouTube page. Uh, I'll post it on my Twitter, Instagram, all that. And I'm hoping that some of the beautiful people, maybe you guys, will be interested. Maybe MOKB no, we're not interested. Would would pull it out? You know, pop it out there for me and just kind of push it a little bit oh yeah absolutely so. yeah done deal yeah we'll share that we'll Very share cool. the shit out of it that's awesome thank you you're a good dude man no matter what you say about yourself thank you so much for being on the show tonight and 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 getting intimate and yeah, deep with us we really appreciate it a little bit yeah <laughs> well it wasn't it, it's really it's really uh, just the dreaminess of your eyes that have changed ah, that thank you and the soothing calm he, voice of mp isn't over he beautiful though yeah he's <laughs> a, yeah he's a, i tell people all the time he's i no said slouch. we should do we should you know he used to be on tv i used well, to be a child model a child I would be mo- careful how you say that. Child oh. model? Yeah. Oh, child model. Oh. I thought he said mogul. I said, that's interesting. Yeah, I was like, what's going on in your <laughs> basement? What? Uh, Chad Lair has a, a EP out now, which is called Songs About Birds, and you can get it wherever you get digital music. I mean, you can get this thing everywhere. It's already on your iPod, but if it isn't, uh, you can go out and get it uh, anywhere. 
And uh, he's got a, a, some new stuff coming out this spring, we hope. Yep, absolutely. Uh, you're going to put out 7-inch vinyl. It's going to be really cool. And uh, uh, this is Chad Lear. Lear. L-E-H-R on, on the Facebook. And you can see the video, and we'll, we'll, link, we'll send folks uh, your way. That's awesome. Hey, man, have an awesome spring, although I think it might have started already. Absolutely. And, and thanks again so much for being on the show. No, it's an really honor, guys. Thank you so much for having Thank me. Thank you. Have a nice appreciate spring. Good luck to you, nice. man. Thank have you fun guys. on tour. Have fun oh, on the road. I will do my best. Sleep well. A lot of the shows are after nine, so I'm not doing too well in that department. Find, but. A, find, a, nice <laughs> la- find a nice lady to sleep on. All right. Uh, we got to get out of here. But, uh, you know, before we uh, go, first of all, uh, next week, it's uh, our, our last show. Sam for, Ash. It's, it will be at Sam Ash, and it's a public event. The door will be open. Uh, Coastal will be playing. Cool. On the big Sam Ash. Uh, Sam Ash. Sam Ash. <laughs> stage there and uh, thanks in advance to Jamie and Ryan and the whole crew for uh, hosting us it's been a while since we've been there it's been almost two years yeah so it'll be good to go back and that, uh, that'll be our, our, our last show for a while it's gonna be a little bittersweet but um, we should do, try to do something special maybe have a cake or something <laughs> donuts and um, have Gibbons pop out of a cake yeah and uh, so uh, <laughs> first yeah. of all uh, <laughs> out of respect to uh, our hosts uh, next week uh, Ryan and Jamie they are also in an amazing uh, band called Moxie mm. so good. and uh, this past weekend Moxie and their pals in uh, Stampede String Band and uh, Tracksuit Lifestyle released uh, a th- six song EP two songs each band and everybody's playing on everybody else's stuff and they did a big show at Hi-Fi to release it called Opposites Tracked and the place was packed and everybody had a good time I couldn't get in uh, so uh, we'll get out of here we'll give you a couple of tracks from the Tracksied EP that's what nice. they call it Tracksied yeah. Tracksuit yep. Lifestyle Moxie Stampede String Band love it we'll give you a song from Moxie uh, from Stampede String Band and then uh, we'll close you out with Moxie and uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, we will see you and hear you or you'll hear us next week with Coastal yeah. Good seeing you, buddy. Good to see you, too. All right, we'll see you. Good night, folks. Bye-bye. Well, I've been sitting at this table all the night. Been dealt a lot of bad hands. Few that were all right. Now I got something good, but it ain't great. But I'm the only one at the table. It's not a free. And I'm No, I won't hold back. All my chips are
I like to see the day. 